All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. Diddly squat, smart Alec, I'ma do it up. Trying to win her heart, but not just cause she got the biggest butt. Lovely from the start, I don't believe in beginner's luck. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard world what it do it's your favorite podcast the follow-through with clips and drew yes it is we took a little hiatus it was a nice it was it was quite nice actually it was well you went on vacation i did i didn't get to go on vacation i saw a lot of beaches you did beaches or beaches you know that was that was a double <laughs> entendre as they say uh, we didn't take a hiatus because we didn't want to record. We were, have been so busy. I mean, there's not a lot going on in the NBA world. That's a fact. But we had the Drew League. The we, Clips and Drew world is, is moving. It's moving. It's hey, you know, before we start anything, how about a round of applause for episode five? Oh, oh, is this, is this the, yeah, this, okay, yeah, this, this is episode five and fifth, I think, fifth episode. What is that? That is tinfoil, you said. You no, it's not tin foil. Oh, it's not tin foil. It's tin. Well, in anniversary, mm-hmm. it would be a tin. The tin anniversary. But we're on five episodes. We're called the tin foil episode. Uh, this is the tin foil episode for all our crackheads out there. <laughs> <laughs> and just so everybody knows, we are kind of blown away at the response that we've gotten. We've been doing this for probably yeah, two months. We we kind of lagged on releasing. Putting, yeah, releasing, releasing stuff because not we want, easy. It hasn't been easy, and we also are trying to time this out. Trust the process. Trust the process. I feel very close to Philadelphia in the last two months. Right? And the process is doing is doing us well. It's only going to get better. Yeah. Uh, but we were kind of blown away. On their second podcast, we broke the top 100 in sports and rec. We did. Um, which is pretty insane, right? Yeah, unexpected. Mm-hmm. Uh, unexpected. Um, we're hoping to uh, continue to break... Those, those thresholds. We're you know, gonna, we're gonna kill top fifty, top twenty five, and uh, eventually number one. Player. I'm not doing this unless we're number one. Number I one. mean, we have the best production company in Gold Net Basketball. We got yeah. the two best dudes talking sports. I mean, it's only I mean, a matter of time. Yeah. That's just all it is. That's that's, that's it. Um, 
like we said, not much going on in the NBA. Uh, Gold Net Basketball was super busy with uh, the Drew League, which turned out to be epic. Fantastic. Birdie's Revenge coming in and winning Undefeated? Undefeated? Undefeated. Frank Nitty. That boy put in work all summer. Undefeated in the Drew League is is something to be very proud about. Hey, they were packed house every day. I mean, that's that's what it is out there, man. It's a showcase. People out there, these aren't no scrubs, man. Mm Mm-mm. Everybody out here thinking that, oh, yeah, maybe I'll cruise through. I can probably hoop with these guys. No. No, no. Nah. Sorry. Nah. Not happening. Yeah. Unless you're, you're elite level. We're, we're talking college and above. Those are the boys that can play there. Bagley was there. If anybody doesn't know who Bagley is. Well, they're going to find out. They will. He'll be on the scene majorly mm-hmm. next year. Duke. Duke commit. Duke, he did commit. For, foregoing his senior year was how ready that cat Drew, is. Drew, explain he that. Just said, explain that. He's okay. Not- oh, no, yeah. Uh, quick explanation for those who might not understand. This dude is supposed to be a senior mm-hmm. this coming season and just said, I think, nah, I'm, I think I'm good. I'm cool on the senior season. I'm just going to head to Duke. And, and Coach K was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, we'll sounds, that sounds really, we'll really good. He is going to be 19, though, if I'm not mistaken. He will be 19. Well, well that's semantics. Yeah. You know, we're arguing, we're arguing ages and things at this point, which doesn't really matter. Real quick, I just this is something that we can maybe have a, a conversation about here mm-hmm. for a minute. Let the homie go to the NBA. Just go. Go straight to the Let league. him go. He's ready. If I think anybody's I, ready, he's ready. I mean, hey, wait, what, what is he, 6'10"? Mm-hmm. 6'10", strong body. He can run. He can dunk on anybody. I don't know what his jumper... I honestly don't know if I've actually seen him shoot a jumper. He's Sam Sam knows. Okay, so if he can shoot... I mean, let he the kid... He reminds me of KG, let dude. Let the kid go. Remind me of KG a little bit. Let the kid go. Let him go, and that's Adam Silver for I, you. But Adam, Adam Silver, I think, is progressing towards something. I, I, I know initially when he first took over uh, the reins from David Stern as the commissioner, there was talks about one of two options, right? Either make him do two years in college... Or just let it let it revert straight mm-hmm. back to let him go, you know. And I think I think the thing that that will help um, allow for players out of high school to test the market in the NBA is the fact that college players now can enter their name in a draft without having an to agent? sign without signing an agent, mm-hmm. and they're allowed to come cool. back. That, that's a big, and I, and big. I think if that's if that's also something the NCAA will allow mm-hmm. for high school players mm-hmm. to do, that will really help everyone, right? Because, look, agents are always going to be sharks. They're always going to be out there telling Marvin Bagley that you don't need Duke. You don't need Coach K. You can go right, you, yeah, whatever, how old he is, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. You're ready to go to the NBA right now. Like, I mean, I always think of he got game when uh, when when Jesus Shuttlesworth shows up at uh, Bob Pagnotti's house and he just shows him the roles and all that mm-hmm. stuff. He got the basketball court in his house and right, like, so all that is just so so easy to get caught up in that moment. And then that's why they they made that rule was because so many players were were not were physically not ready and then mentally and especially mentally most and emotionally of are, most of them are physically ready, ready. well they're the, just not you need you need a little structure dude you need to go to every kid that has the opportunity to go to college for free and play the game that they love should go you should go for at least a year so but i think that i think the problem is right now and this is something that adam silver has the power to work out with the ncaa is letting these cats test the market mm-hmm. coming out of high school right you let them test it they don't sign an agent you let them 
you let them still commit to a school, mm-hmm. right? Right, because that's that would be the tough part is if they if they don't know if they should commit or if they should enter the name of the draft. So you let them commit, right? Marvin can commit to Duke. Let's just say it happens right now. Marvin can still commit to Duke and then enter his name in the draft. And if he thinks he's going lottery or top, you know, in the first round, whatever he realizes might be uh, an opportunity for him to take advantage of and then he he gets he gets the opportunity to weigh those options and uh all i, I got to tell me is how much money i could possibly make well that would be a problem the fuck i'm going that would be the problem right so yeah. it's it's over it's over money now versus money longevity wise where you got you know most dudes should be looking 10 years down the road when they're coming out of high some school. of these i mean if you're looking at bagley look at zion you know these kids look like they're ready, and they're they're children. You know they're That's sixteen nuts. years old. Sixteen. That is nuts. It's insane to me, for real. So we're, we're gonna see. I'm really excited to see where Bag what happens to Bagley, where he goes, what he does, because that well, boy's really talented. We, we can already kind of predict where he's going to go. He's gonna have a fantastic Duke season right. as long as he stays healthy. Right. right? Health. I mean, right. we'll knock on wood over right. here, but like as long as that cat stays healthy, he's one and done. He'll be in the top five conversation for the draft next Definitely. year, and that's just where it is. And along with whatever seven Kentucky players that they have that are yeah. always in the top conversation yeah. for those picks anyway. So um, uh, outside of him going to Duke, we, we don't really have a whole lot of headlines. We do, though. I mean... Oh, as far as... Yeah, no, as far as NBA offseason... No, nah, nah, we have some talking things, NBA today. We had, we, some, we had some things happen for, for us and, and, and Gold Net we, that know, were pretty exciting. Well, first, I want to touch on something. Because I, you know, I've made the decision to no longer make statements about things that I'm not sure about. I was wrong about Chris Paul. You're talking you're talking predictions, huh? My predictions, yes. I was wrong about Chris Paul. Yeah. Anybody that listened to the last episode with with Teron Beast Williams, uh-huh. we were claiming we were gonna be repeating champs at the VBL. Oh yeah. And we lost our first game in two years. This is uh it's becoming a trend. It is a trend and I'm just I need to put on record that we were robbed. Okay. First of all, well, yeah, we so were robbed. There we can, was. I don't want. I'm not naming names. Do you want to? No. Want, I, I mean, we can get into it a little. I'd bit. rather not. It's okay. still a touchy subject. All right. Let's just say that when the game was over, Beast, I watched him literally suplex the uh, ice chest and throw it onto the court after the game. That's how mad the Beast was. And if you listen to the last episode when we said he was angry at breakfast, I've never seen this man more mad in my life. He picked yeah. up the ice chest above his head right. and he told me he was going to do it on the bench. Just just wait, 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 Kip. And wait just, till the end of the game. And, and you're just gonna, threw it on he the court. threw it all on the court. And I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, from what I heard, you guys were robbed. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. that's all right. There's bigger. It's and better. not all right. There's bigger and better things. There are bigger and better things. Well, we went to bigger and better things too. That I leads, mean, that's a, that's a fantastic segue. You can't. ESPN didn't got better segues. Than I that. agree. Bigger and better things. It's called. What? Where did you end up this week? We went to the weekend? big three. The big three. Thanks to Goldnet. Goldnet was busy with the. Uh, with the championship at the Drew League, uh, they shouted out to me because we're family to see if I wanted to do my first media event at the Big Three, which is Ice Cube's uh, amazing league that he's putting on it's right a three now. Three on three, dude. That was a show. Was that fun, homie? It was like you were at a lake, like Showtime Laker game. Right. right. We're talking T Pain, Ice Cube, Chris Brown, Dwayne Wade, Levar Ball, every LL Cool J. 
Isn't it funny that LeVar is actually in those names now? He is a celebrity. <laughs> He's a celebrity, right? People know who he is. LaMelo was there too. I saw him throw a bunch of air balls up from that four-point spot. Well, they were all talking shit. You know, Ice Cube and LeVar had a bet, bet going about... You know who can make the most four uh-huh, pointers, uh-huh. and the shit was garbage. Well, These dudes. It sounds like Ice Cube kind of took the took it. Yeah, he hit two, two yeah, out. Two of, was all it took. Two. Oh, good god! It was airball, 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 yeah. swish, airball, 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 swish. My favorite part of that of the video that I, well, unfortunately, just real quick, I wasn't able to make it. You weren't. I had uh, previous engagements that mm-hmm. uh, that vacation. Honestly, sorry, he had to sit on a beach for a little bit. And uh, I, yeah, it was it was it was quite fantastic actually. I really enjoyed myself. <laughs> I'm glad you did because we did. were working. I did, and and the shittiest part was that my reception out there was not good enough to me for me to stay involved with with everything what was going on doing in real time I was trying to but Cuz if you were following me I mean the first dude that I got to chill with or see was LL Cool J. And I'm the, uh, like literally a huge fan of LL. All the millennials that listen to us, please Google this man. He, he was kind of a, a very, very integral part of, of the beginnings of hip-hop. He is one of the originators of hip-hop. And if you don't Google him and you act ignorant, mama said, I'm going to knock, knock you, you out. out. That's what's going to happen. And, and what's funny is, so it's my first media event. And if you follow me on IG, you you would know the story. But it was my first media. Event. It's kind of surprising that's your first media. Well, my my, my feel, first. Like, it seemed like you felt so we felt so comfortable. I'm, I'm in my element, dude. That's what I'm supposed so to do. Like I felt, I felt like I should be getting interviewed there. Actually, hey now. <laughs> uh, but it's funny. So one I'm step in, at a time. I'm in the media room, and we we literally had just got brought down. Um, to get to our seats and like show us around, you know, the premises and all that stuff. And I kind of know my way around Staples Center anyways, but, um, yeah, I see LL roll in. He's just going to use the bathroom. I'm the only dude there. I'm like, yo, L, Hey, can I get, can I get a 10, 10 second flick with you? He's on man. Sure, dude, come on over. So I go over and I do a full on video with LL, right? Good 15 second LL. What's up? This is your first time at the big three. And he's like, nah, you know, he gives a full, full, Full 10 seconds on. This was his fifth time at the Big Three. Oh, so he's a veteran. Of the oh, he's a vet. He's been traveling all over with them, watching them. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, I'm getting LL right now. This is crazy. Yeah, a little starstruck, a little starstruck. And then as I'm holding my phone, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I didn't push fucking record. No. No, no record. Didn't record it. Amateur hour. Amateur hour. I was so pissed, sweating bullets down my head. Hold on a second. You're a guy who who knows how to record things. Oh, I, I people, know. People know that you know how to record things. Maybe I was nervous. I don't know. So this was what happened was I thought I was on my IG story, uh-huh. but I was really on my camera roll. So I was holding down <laughs> the, the record button. But LL was cool enough. As soon as I as soon as I, I, I knew I fucked up, yeah. I said, yo, L, this is my first media event, dude. Like, can we do this one more time? He's like, man, don't even trip. Let's do it one more time. So we did it again. Hey, shout out to LL for being super cool. Shout out to LL. He's probably going to be following us soon anyways. I mean, why not? Why? Why I would. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're blowing him up right now. <laughs> hey, so uh, in the next segment, we're going to get into Brian Scalabrini and the White Mamba. And if you don't know who Brian Scalabrini is. Well, I think most people know who Brian Scalabrini is. They should. Most people. The original. Anyone who's listening to us should absolutely absolutely should know who Brian Scalabrini is. Next segment, Brian Scalabrini, the story's The 
follow through with Clips and Drew. We're back for segment two. Segment two. That kind of rhymed right there. It, 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 I it, like it that. didn't just kind of rhyme. No, it, ro- it, it absolutely it roamed. It, well, it, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> it rhymed. So I was talking in segment one about, we were, we were talking in segment one about the big three. Um, and I thought the whole event was so cool. Not only not only were there thousands of people there, yeah. But if you're an NBA fan like me, um, and an old school NBA fan too, like I got to see a lot of the players that I grew up watching. Absolutely, like, I think that's the draw to the big three is you get to see these guys one more time. Like Mike Bibby, Bibby looked so good. First of all, I think we're gonna put a picture up. If we we're gonna put a picture up right now to show you how good this guy looked. Not only was he swole, yeah. but he was serving cats. Like he has not lost a step since he left the game. Yeah. Um I think one of the most tragic parts of the big three is that Jason Williams went down in God, that first game. First Jay- because to have those two guys, like electric point guards that love to pass and, and break people off. He was like, there, White Chocolate was there and you don't think I was you don't think I was trying to get to White Chocolate? Jay will, I wanted I wanted a picture with White Chocolate so bad. And I'm not a fanboy ever, dude. I'm I'm not. I grew up around the NBA, been around these cats my whole life. I'm not a fanboy, but White Chocolate to me Man, that's the guy. He was he was the first guy that I remember seeing being like, "Holy, what is that guy? What did he just do? What is he doing in a game?" Right. The remember el- the remember the, the, elbow, the elbow, elbow pass? I was just about to bring it up. I was just about to bring Why? it up. The elbow pass. Uh, Never seen that. Honestly, I think I think Chris Webber's a lot of Chris Webber's really solid years were due to the fact that Jason was able to. They do, played so well together. Exactly. Though. And Jason Williams, since he didn't, well, he did play for a long time. He played for a long time. But got a he, ring. His legacy with Miami, right? Mm-hmm. His oh, legacy six. needs to be. Did Gary Payton get him one with them too? Did Gary Payton? You know ever what's funny? One? I think he. I think Payton left, left the to Lakers, Lakers to go to Miami the the year after they won. He didn't leave Miami to go to the Lakers. Oh man, that's I I can't remember that. We should know this. Drew. I, I, yeah, we are the follow through with Clips well, I just, and Drew. That that year was so the year that Gary and and Carl were were on the Lakers oh, team was such a disappointing a year for us. That was such a, and a disappointing mess. finals. Hey, Detroit had a great team. The though, most dude. forgetful finals in NBA for you because you're a Laker fan. I loved every oh, second yeah, of it. Because your finals are oh. oh wait, the Clippers have mm. no finals. That's, that's a low bad. blow, Drew. That's a real low that's blow. All right, bro. at least we have finals that we like to forget. So, okay, Drew. That's a low jab. I'm going to let him have that one. Uh, the event was crazy. Ice yeah. Cube. Like, I wanted, I can't wait to go back. Literally, I saw Al Harrington, yeah. Kenyon Martin, Charles Oakley got out there for the first time. Big Oak. Oh, he, he played, right? He played. He, was, he actually threw on a jersey and got out there and he played. He pl- threw on a jersey every time he touched. First of all, when he subbed into the game. Everybody went crazy. Well, he's also like still fit as fuck. Like he looks like he he will bang on. He will give like if I'm a big man in the NBA or a rookie coming in the uh-huh, NBA, uh-huh. if I could work out with Charles Oakley, it'll, it'll definitely make me a tougher player. Oak, right. Oak, Oak is still the same guy. And if you guys watched the game, I mean, there was some drama. Of course, Oakley Oakley swung. It was a bitch slap backhand. What was a backhand? To Al Harrington to put Al Harrington down. Um, there was some drama. They they definitely Whoa. went. Oh, Oakley was bringing it. Oakley br- had brought it, brought in it. It's almost like it's almost like he was waiting to death. I think he wanted to do it. And trilogy, which is Al Harrington's team, and, uh-huh. and that's Al Harrington, Kenyon Martin, and Rashad McCants. Yeah, yeah. Who was the number one pick in the big three? Rashad uh, was the number one number one pick. Oh. Um, I wouldn't have guessed that. 
and they all look great. Al Harrington looks like the same player. Kenya Martin looks like the same player. And they're just nasty, right? So I got a funny story about this. Okay. So the winning team comes in to the media room to give the uh, the press conference. The, yeah, the press conference and the post game. The post game press conference. It's only the winners. It's only the winners. That's why I was praying. The losers out. don't deserve a press conference. That's true. They don't. How about that? And. This is and literally like Oakley had laid out Harrington like I think it was the last like three plays like one of the last three plays, so it was a it was a big deal, and so they come into the media room. It's Kenyon on the left, uh, Rashad in the middle, and Harrington on the right, and they're coming to sit down. They don't know the mics are on, right? Uh-oh. And so Rashad sits down first, and Kenyon walks in to sit down behind him, and you hear Rashad say, he said, damn, why are you always gangbanging on people, Kenyon? Like that, because Kenyon, Kenyon swelled up. Like, Kenyon got so, real so, Kenyon yeah. Martin. So Kenyon saw what happened to Al. Yeah. He stepped to Oak, right? Kenyon, Kenyon Martin is a great teammate, and Kenyon Martin will literally lay your ass out. Well, he, one if, of the toughest guys in the NBA during his time. And Rashad said, why are you always gangbanging on people like that, right? And yeah. he was joking, but he wasn't joking. Well, and Kenyon said straight up, like, ain't nobody calling me a pussy. Yeah. I'm not a pussy. <laughs> there ain't no pussy here. I don't give a, I don't, he said, I don't give a fuck who calls me a pussy. Right. And there's this big, there was this big dude in the back I, that was sitting in the corner. I don't know if he was the audio guy or who uh-huh, he was uh-huh. in the media room. He's like, hey, the mics are on. <laughs> and Kenya and Kenya goes down to the mic and he's like, that shit's off the record. <laughs> right? I but mean, now it's on the record, Kenyon, so yeah, I'm sorry. Shit's yeah. on the record. That shit was funny. Um, I don't think anyone's surprised by Kenyon nah. saying something. I mean, I, I, anyone who watched him play, even from Cincinnati, like back when he was in college, knows that this dude is not someone you want to fuck with. You are who you are. Yeah. Kenny Martin is not going to change. Um, but the, the whole event in general, like the, the way the games are played, it's first team to 50. Like 25 points, is you get oh, so your half no, there's, there's no. Is there a time? Is there a clock? Is there a time clock? There's a 14 second shot clock. But there's no like. Uh, like no, it's first team to 50. Oh, interesting. And you get halftime at 25. Like the games just went really fast. Yeah. And it's physical. Right. And it's one on one. A lot of the stuff. That's why Bibby was really good. Okay. Um. That's why like Oakley didn't get to do like Oakley didn't get to do much. Well, he's never been known as a one on one player. He's not. Player. But it was just a fun event. And, like the vibe was so non NBA like structure it was cool and the fans can sit close and like i got to chill with like larry hughes was sitting next uh-huh, to me uh-huh. james white was sitting next to me and lavar ball walks right past you like you can talk to these guys it's right. way more engaging i think than an nba game and i think it's only gonna get better right it's their first season yeah and and you know that like brian scalabrini and Michael Rappaport were two of the dudes that I wanted to meet and talk to. And Brian Scalabrini. The white, white mamba. White mamba. The original white mamba. People forget how, how actually talented he was. <laughs> so talented. I, I grew up in L.A. just like yourself. Mm-hmm. And USC was never as good at basketball as UCLA in those years. A couple years they were, they were right there. Right. But I remember watching Scal... And Brandon Granville and Jeff Trapanier on that USC oh, Jeff, team. That's my boy, too. And Shout out you, to Jeff. I'll tell you right now, people do not sleep on this man. If you want to, go ahead and, and, and YouTube or Google Brian Scalabrini's USC highlights. Dude, ball. dude was a hooper. There's a reason that a white man like that made it into the NBA. And Redbone, too. He's, dude. You know what's funny? Probably the coldest ginger to ever be in the NBA. 
We might have to think about it. I mean, unless you consider Blake a ginger. He's a blinger. A blinger? <laughs> He's a, a blinger. Black ginger. Black ginger. <laughs> back to Scalabrini. Yeah, let's get back to... Yeah. He was a great player, but he's a better personality. Like he, this, oh, he's funny as hell, man. So, just so you guys know, like Michael Rappaport is killing the podcast game right now. I've been, <laughs> yeah, a, we I, don't need to tell you. We that. don't need it. Yeah, if you're listening, <laughs> you're probably listening to Michael Rappaport. I'm, I've been a big fan of him for a long time. Yes, yeah, um, and he's kind of like the reason why we started this because he made me and Drew feel like that we could actually do it. You yeah. know, say how we feel and right. and um, give our own point of view. His jumper is broke, though. His jumper is broke. broke. I'm calling rap out right now. Yo, rap, you ever want to play one-on-one, bro? I'm going to bust your ass. Yeah, I'll beat him left-handed. But I really want to pick your brain as far as podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Any, anyways, I wanted to meet Mike and talk to Michael Rappaport about, you know, poss- you know some, some pointers he could give us, possibly have him on the show. Like, I kind of have my way with people. I thought if I can get a minute with yeah. with Mike, I'd be able to, to finagle it. Um, but Mike was so busy doing. Well, I'm he's, calling he's him Mike of, like he's my homeboy. He's kind of Sorry. the face. He's kind of the face of the big three. He is. And he's I mean, other than Cube and the players, but he's, no, he's the sideline reporter. And everybody loves this guy. Even Snoop came out at halftime. Yeah. Snoop came out and performed at halftime. And before he was done with his song, he was pointing to Michael Rap Rappaport like, "Yo, Rap, yeah. what's up, Rap?" Like Michael Rappaport gets more love and respect, right? In the sports hip hop world, than a lot of cats. Well, him do. and Snoop go back way back, like 20, 30 years now. Well, Cube, okay, Michael Rappaport was in Higher Learning with right, Cube, right? And if you ain't seen Higher Learning, Michael Rappaport, it's a great movie, and Rappaport was amazing at it. Yeah, but uh, long story short, I didn't get to see Rap. He was busy doing his thing, but I knew I'd get to Scalabrini. Yeah, and mind you, like you know, I was a ball boy for the Clippers. I grew up. Scalabrini was always cool as hell to me. Um, as were a lot of NBA players, but I remember Scalabrini because he's just like he was like one of the homies. So they won their game, and I think they were on the Ball Hogs. I think that's their name. I, I think, think so. his team name Rick was the Barry. Ball. Yeah, Rick Barry is the coach. coach. Josh Childress, and then they had this cold ass dude. And I, you know what, dude? I'm sorry, I forgot your name. He was player of the game too, if I'm not mistaken. I forgot his name. So they won. So they come right into the media room. Scalabrini comes in with his squad. He's yeah. the first one in, and he just kicks open the door. He's like, "Where's the stat sheet? Let me see the stat sheet." <laughs> and we're like, "We're we're like Scal, you shot one time." And he's all, he looks at the stat sheet. He's all plus twelve. I told you, I'm plus twelve when I'm in the game. <laughs> plus minus. And then and then uh, Josh Childress looks over and he said, "Dude, that's me." He said, "You're he's looking at me." Wrong like, he said, "You're plus seven. He's all. Well, fuck it. I'm plus seven. <laughs> at least it wasn't a minus. Yeah, right? right. At least it's not a minus. So they do. They do the interview with the team, and, and literally, it was it was four minutes, not even four minutes. Sure. And as soon as it was done, uh, Scalabrini stood up, and this is a shout out to Jenna Bandy, who, you, if you guys follow me, you guys know who Jenna Bandy is. She, it, her nickname is the White Mamba, and she was there. She's the female White Mamba. Right. And I have been texting her and talking to her during the game. I'm like, how cool would it be to get a picture with? You and Scalabrini, two, the white, two mambas. white mambas. So for the first time in history, that would be like two mambas, two white mambas. Two white That's mambas. never happened. They have a, if Kobe was there, they have inverse Oreo white mamba, they black would, mamba. That'd be mamba overload. Too much mamba. Too much mamba. It's a lot of venom in one photo. So after the interview's over, I get to I, I pull Scal to the side, and he is literally one of the coolest dudes you'll ever meet in your life. And I tell him, I'm, hey, dude. that's the one actually uh, from, from. I'm sorry to interrupt. That's but, okay. But from, you do it often. It's okay. From all the things that I saw, the most disappointed that I was was not being able to be there and, bull- and bullshit with my Brian Scalabrini. But guess what? 
Yes, sir. Guess what, Drew? We are going to bullshit with Brian Scalabrini because I brought up our podcast, obviously. We were there for a lot of reasons, and one of them was to push our brand. Yeah. And I let him know, hey, we have a podcast that we are crushing at right now. Our subscribers are insane. Yeah. The reviews we're getting are nuts. Yeah. And I want you on my show, Scal, because he's been on Rap Show, on Rappaport Show, of a course. bunch of times. Of course. And so he said, How many subscribers you got? I, said, I gave him the number, which is a very good number. It's a solid number. And he said, I'll be on your show when you get 25,000 subscribers. And I said, all right, cool. So we'll see you in December. Because that's where the fuck we're going to be. So this guy is like, give me your phone. So he said, all the rappers are doing this. So I'm going to put my name under W.Mamba. Did he spell out dot? He said, no. That that would be funny. (laughs) That would be funny. So in my phone, he's under W.Mamba. And he said, listen. You don't call me. Right. You don't text me. No. I'm not going to respond to you until you get 25,000 subscribers. Right. But when you do. Right. When you get no. 25,000. We'll screenshot it mm-hmm. and we'll send him. That's the, that'll be the text that you send. That's all we're going to say. And, I, I'm, and we're going to get him in December. And just then like, we'll just give him, we'll give him a date and a time. And he'll be here. to the follow through with clips and drew we're trying to do something new are we yeah we're gonna do something new we got the nba season coming and what what i think we should do is we need to have a fantasy challenge we need to have a fantasy basketball challenge i love that idea um are you down to get on a team with me? Yeah. Okay, so we'll do Clips and Drew. Okay. And we'll t- Goldnet, you down to get in it? Goldnet's down. Goldnet's in it. So I know that there's several outlets for basketball fantasy mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. Yahoo is what we were using before. I don't want to do Yahoo. We I want to do, do Yahoo. Else. There's ESPN, and there's probably one or two other ones. I'd rather fuck with ESPN. Yahoo and ESPN are the those are the okay. main two. Then, right? that's, then that's what we're doing. I want to be with ESPN. Fuck okay, Yahoo. so okay, so we're gonna do we're gonna do uh, ESPN fantasy mm-hmm. basketball, and so with the two of us, I think twelve is, is a, sounds like a roundabout number that like where you're not reaching for too many ridiculous players and you don't have to pick up. And I think we're gonna Bobby kill Brown. everybody. We're definitely nothing wrong with Bobby Brown. No, but he's certainly not on nothing the wrong with Bobby Brown typically. No. Um, but we're going to beat everybody, even including Goldnet. Well, like Goldnet isn't, isn't even. As long as we come us. to an agreement that Austin Rivers is not going to be oh, on our team, as long as Lonzo Ball's not I'm cool with that, I, I won't take Lonzo if you don't take Austin. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm guessing our boys from Goldnet might have most, might be most likely. They They're taking Robin Lopez fun. first, anyways. <laughs> hey, Brooks, sorry, Jesus, What's same fucking him? thing, Robin. My bad. God damn it. No, no, because they're getting robbed. We're, we're taking Brooks. Okay, they're getting robbed. Okay, <laughs> so this is this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a fantasy league. Yeah, let's and get it popping. I want. We want us. Yes, Clips, Clips and Drew, Drew Goldnet, and then we need ten. more. I want ten more. And if you think you can fuck with us in fantasy, and we'll do we'll do this every week. The first ten is that what we're gonna do? I, first ten to hit us up. First ten to send us an email. Yeah. What's our email, Drew? Clipsanddrew at gmail.com. That's pretty easy. And it's clips N. The, the letter N. The letter N. Clips in Drew. Clips in Drew. Okay. At gmail.com. Email us if you want to be in our fantasy, which you should. We're going to do some prizes. I'm pretty sure that we'll get, I don't know, we'll do, we'll, we'll figure that out. We're we can so do unorganized. This here. is just, an, uh, just an idea. We're off the top, off the top of the top. head. So next week we'll fill you Grand in Black the Kicks. rest of it's going to be doing. You know, we might get some other sponsors in this piece. Speaking of sponsors, we're redoing our studio. Like, we're actually... I'm on tunnel vision right now, along with Drew. Like, we are on tunnel vision. This podcast, 
this movement that we're creating is going to be something so special. We got some space behind us. We got a lot of space. If you got something you want to plug, whether it's a t-shirt, shout out to Hard to Guard, okay? Or or it's artwork. We already have Art Mob. If you don't follow Art Mob, at Art Mob, look at his shit. He's the one that did the logo on our super on our, six. Stuff. He's he does he does okay. People don't understand this. Our logo for our podcast was done by the artist that does art for all the best NBA players yeah. in the world. Yeah. Steph Curry, LeBron James, Blake Griffin. You fucking name it. And Art Mob's the homie. You're going to see his artwork behind us. Yes, sir. Uh, shout out to Body Armor. Shout out to Goldnet Basketball. Shout out to my my dude, the Food Preppy. I'm down 26 pounds. Look at you, right? I'm looking. I mean, I was good 26 pounds. Look heavier. Looking spry. I'm, I'm super. You watch my videos lately? Yeah. I'm hurting cats. Yeah. I, I'm, unfortunately, I can't be there, but I, I got Drew's, the next best thing. Drew has had a sprained pinky toe for a month and a half. This guy. I know, I'm exaggerating. He had a sprained ankle. It's been July 1st. We're waiting for him to get back on the court. We're going to have some dope videos God, of me and Drew on the court. I can't fucking wait to get back out there. We can't wait for you either, bro. So, yeah. yeah. Soul uh, Science. My, my, my boys over at Soul Science who are doing a blog on me that's coming out on Monday, which we're going to plug. And it's going to be dope. These guys are so fucking cool. They Soul make, Science is... They got some cool stuff, They man. got some super cool stuff. They got shoe freshener. Like, if you like kicks... Yeah. They make your kicks smell dope. Who else does that? And they're nailing it. It. Right. You can have a pair of shoes for 10 years that smell brand new the next day. Anyways, if you want to get on the show, want us to plug you, we will plug you. Reach out. If we like your brand. Like, we're not just going to put fucking, you know, a frozen yogurt sign behind us because I don't like fucking frozen yogurt. I like frozen yogurt. It'll you, be on my you side. Do. It'll be. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to do the fantasy. We're going to be back with episode six next week. Yep. First of all, Drew, pound to Boom. episode five. Um, shout out to Golden Net Basketball for letting us do this. It's only going to get better, episode people. Episode five, 500 more coming. 500 more. Clips and Drew, we're ghosts. Thanks for tuning in. Like Mount Vesuvius I'm about due to erupt Use it or I'm losing it They say I need to loosen up Tight, I'm well taught I must do the max like Gluteus Bonos diddly squat Smart Alec, I'ma do it up Trying to win her heart But not just cause she got the biggest butt Lovely from the start I don't believe in beginner's luck I do have something to say So you can